We were quite perplexed, I guess is the right word, by yesterday's market. We had a rally, the market was doing well. Futures were down the day before, um, and then Elon came in, bought that purchase of Twitter. I personally, on a personal level, am happy he did, but um, it didn't seem like the market was necessarily acting on its fundamentals. It seemed like it was so dominated by this one headline. And uh, we thought yesterday should have been a down day. And I think we are making a little bit of a head and shoulders type of a move here. Um, getting ready to break the neckline possibly tomorrow when the Fed releases the minutes. What are we so concerned about? You know, I'm, I'm not noticing anything. I'm kind of just living life. It's not like my life has meaningfully changed. Why would I be concerned about the stock market? Well, I'm concerned about the hawkish tilt uh, the market is, or the Fed is having all of a sudden, more so than they had, and what had been previously anticipated to be a hawkish tilt. Um, in conjunction with the current level of the market being so close to all new all-time highs. I mean, we were just like less than 5% away. Uh, and the previous all-time highs, when we were you know, at those all-time highs, were in my opinion, just simply too expensive. So we've got a more hawkish Fed, the most dovish member of which, who was appointed by Biden, didn't get ratified because she was too dovish and we have an inflation problem and even Joe Manchin knows that, etc. She is saying hawkish things. We need to get inflation down. 50 basis points is likely. Rapid runoff of the balance sheet. And those of you who have really gotten deep into this content know that's my biggest fear because rates are so low. I don't really know if people are buying that kind of level of bonds. Um, seems like treasuries, etc., are significantly less liquid than they have been in the past outside of the Fed providing liquidity. So the natural liquidity is a lot less. So if you've got the biggest holder of bonds, the previous big, biggest participant of bonds, all of a sudden decreasing their balance sheet and decreasing their holdings, I don't think the market is gonna take that very well. And I think that's okay. Um, I'm not saying the Fed shouldn't tighten. I think they should. I, I think they should really go hard on this. I think bring it, you know, rip the Band-Aid off. Really just bring it, you know, really tighten. I think if we want to have a U.S. dollar reserve currency world and provide people with U.S. dollars and, you know, really be an economy, we need to, like we have been, we need to do that. And I think there are certainly advantages and benefits to being that type of economy. I don't think it should be China. I don't think it ever will be China, but I, I certainly don't think they should even try. And it should even be a question whether it's going to be the United States or a communist regime. You know, I have friends in China, Chinese affiliation. There are good people there. Um, but I don't think we want a world dictated by the yuan. That just does not sound like a very good world at all. But that's what they want. They want to compete with us. So we shouldn't let that happen. We shouldn't be at the whim of everyone else. We should go pedal in the metal, take the recession. We're by far the most recovered economy. We're in a great position to do it. It's highly debatable whether or not we're going to even experience a recession. 
And if we do, it's probably going to be a mild recession because unemployment's so low. So the amount of impact to unemployment we would need to see in order to have a serious problem is massive. And in my opinion, unlikely. We have 11 million plus unfilled jobs. Like I say, bring it. Pedal to the metal. And this is me saying this. We know the people in the Fed are very smart. They have been in their careers longer than I've been alive. So I'm sure these notions I'm expressing are at least known by them. And in my opinion, they're very much common sense. And it seems like they're articulating or at least going down that path or the actions this rhetoric would dictate. So it seems like that's what's gonna happen. However, that means bonds are gonna go into the market and there's not gonna be anyone to buy the US Treasury at 2%. We saw that. Now it's, you know, 2.5%. And guess what? When you put a whole bunch more supply in the market, there might not even be people at 3%. There will be a point, but it's going to be higher. So rates likely going higher. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's accept that. Inflation is very high. Real rates are negative. Rates are below the rate of inflation. Okay, not a huge deal, in my opinion, rates rising. Yes, it will have an impact on the market because bonds will become more competitive in terms of future return when rates are higher. It's also going to bring down inflation and it's going to keep the U.S. dollar reserve currency proper. So there are pros and cons here. The best thing we can do is be rational actors, prepared actors, acknowledge these possibilities and adjust accordingly. Yesterday when the market was up, what was yesterday's video's video's title? I'm only, right now, comma, I'm only nibbling on downside protection or something along those lines. When the market's up and the Fed is raising rates and getting hawkish and we're near all-time highs and we shouldn't be, guess what you should be doing? You should be adding downside protection. That's why you watch these videos. That's why hopefully you tuned in yesterday, took some of that wisdom, because even if you bought, uh, not yesterday, even if you bought today, you would have made money. I, this morning, bought a uh, SPY, you know, expiring tomorrow, 456 put option. And I made, I, I bought it twice and sold it twice, just today. First time, made 100%. Second time, made like 50%. So... You know, that's, a, a, in my opinion, you know, really take a look at your current positioning. Are you mostly long? I am still mostly long. I am net long. Uh, but, you know, to compensate for that, I'm also adding some downside protection, some insurance. I like my longs. I don't want to sell them here. Even if they go down, I, I, I'm willing to stomach that. I know I'm saying that I think the market's going to go down and I'm still remaining long. Why? Because a company like Jumia up 30% yesterday on one piece of news, that can happen at any point. These are still fundamentally good companies and they're still cheap, the ones I have in my portfolio. But I don't want to have a massive drawdown in my portfolio, impact my clients quite significant or negatively. So I'm putting downside protection because I think that's the most likely near to medium term outcome maybe more so near term, you know, give it one, two, three months. As, as they say, the market takes the stairs on the way up, but the elevator on the way down. So it's so typically a longer, you know, path on the way up. Um, and 
quite quick on the way down. I think we've seen that. We saw that in the most recent, you know, 10% plus pullback. It was quite aggressive. Upside was quite aggressive, but not at the same slope. So you don't need to go too far out with this downside protection, but I would, I would definitely consider it and definitely have it. And I think it's prudent. I think if you've got a big enough portfolio that you can have, you know, a three, four, $500 option or two, however big your portfolio is and however you decide to find this hedge, I happen to find it in S&P 500, GameStop, put options and ARC put options, very small ARC put option. And um, a WeWork short of the direct stock, um, you know, however you find it, I would encourage some, I would encourage some. I think we're going to see a head and shoulders bear market rally here. And hey, guess what? Day before we saw this rally, I made a video saying, be greedy when others are fearful. And I encouraged you to buy those levels. However, I said, it's gonna be a couple days because it was very strong when that Fed spoke and said 25 basis point hikes uh, every meeting hereafter. And uh, as we've been saying throughout these videos, has gotten a little bit farther than we anticipated. And therefore we have to go back on the defensive. So I'm back on the defense, still playing offense, still playing long. We're playing responsible over here. Um, so feel free to ask any questions. I'm happy to help. And that's today's video. Until next time, peace out.